2 Corinthians chapter uh, 3 and verse 17. Let's read it together. Now, the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. And John chapter 8 and verse 36. He that the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen. I just want to talk to you just for a little while for about the liberating power of God. The liberating power of God. Let's pray right now. Lord, it's your word. It's already anointed. It's powerful. It's quickening, Lord. We love you. Let your anointing flow. I want to be a conduit of your spirit. I want the people to see you and your word, not me. I want to be invisible, Lord. I pray, Lord, we give you glory. Let your anointing flow in this house, Almighty. Anoint our hearing ear, Lord, and our heart, Lord, to receive your engrafted word. In Jesus' name. Everybody said in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Amen. If you look into the Old Testament, you're going to find multitudes of times that God would liberate his people from oppression and the bondage of the enemies. And there's no bigger act of liberation in the Old Testament than when God freed the children of Israel from 400 years of bondage in Egypt. Exodus 6 and 6. And it says here, Say therefore to the sons of Israel, I am the Lord and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians and I will deliver you from their bondage. I will also redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. And if you literally pray and you begin to study out the word of God, literally the nation of Egypt is a type and shadow of sin. The Red Sea that they pass through is a type and shadow of the water baptism. Amen. And the pillar of cloud that was over the children of Israel when they passed through the Red Sea was the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. And the greatest miracle in the New Testament is when somebody repents of their sins, when they're baptized in Jesus' name, and they get the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There is no greater miracle that a person can literally experience. Amen. Liberating literally means the definition, providing a release from a situation which limits freedom or thought or behavior. And literally, that's the liberating power of God. It is. It doesn't matter what kind of sins you may be bound and entangled in. Jesus has the power to set you free. Amen. He does. He has the power to set you free. Matthew chapter 11, 28 through 30. Jesus says this, and he bids everybody, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest in your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Literally, if you study it out, and you look, a yoke is literally a wooden clamp-like device that the farmers would use to tie two oxen together. Uh, it's quite amazing you begin to look at that. You look, you can be yoked up to the burden of sin, and it'll have you weighed down. But Jesus invites us to put, put down and switch out the yoke of sin and take on his yoke, which is easier and lighter, and learn of him, and he'll give you rest in your soul. Amen. There's nothing like the gospel of Jesus Christ. So if we truly want freedom, we have to make the switch. We have to make the change. Switch literally means an act of adopting a way of life in place of another. 
making a change, especially a radical one. And that's exactly what happens when we obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's literally a, a supernatural place of transfer into a new life. It is. It's a place of exchange. I want you to think about this. You had a death, you had a burial, you had a resurrection. Amen. Uh, an amazing thing is when he took our sins on the cross and he died and he was buried. We are buried in a watery grave in Jesus' name and his blood washes away your sins. That's what I like about this baptism tank. It's so convenient. It doesn't matter. It's not limited. You can, if you want to be baptized in the river, that's fine. If you want to be baptized in water, that's the main thing. But that literally is a graveyard. It's a graveyard. Amen. So when he died on the cross, he was buried. We get to be buried in that grave, at the old man, the old person that we was. And, and, and we're buried in Jesus' name. Amen. We're buried in Jesus' name. And then on the third day, the Spirit of God entered back into the body of Jesus and he rose from the grave. When we get the Spirit of God entering into us, we get to walk into the newness of life. Amen. There's nothing like that. Amen. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 3 and 4, For I delivered unto you the first of all which I was received. I also received. Paul said, I received this and I, and I obeyed it and I done it. I also received how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And this is what the apostle Peter preached at the day of Pentecost. Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children all those that are far off it just means the Lord our God shall call. Right. Amen. And it says that 2 Corinthians 3 and 17, I want to reiterate. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. Romans 1 and 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. It doesn't matter what color you are, what, what ethnicity you are. It does not matter. The gospel will work for you. Amen. It does not matter. He whoever will come. That's what it's a he whoever will. Amen. The gospel is the freedom. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 6, 3 through 7. Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism unto death into death, and like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, a life of repentance, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, and that the body of sin might be destroyed and henceforth, we should not serve sin, for he that is dead is freed from sin. So I used to be an alcoholic. I, 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 I used to do that stuff. I know what it's like to get my Bud Light, put it in a, a cooler, go up the holler. I used to drink. I used to drink my whiskey. I used to chew, chew tobacco, all that stuff. And a lot, there's a lot of stuff I can't even tell you. But the fact of the matter is, there's something that happened 
when I came in this house and I heard the gospel preached. And I was, something just reached out. I began to have tears in my eyes and I'm like, what is this that I'm feeling? What is this that I'm hearing? And, and after Brother Aaron Bounds gave me the Bible study, I said, my gosh, I said, whatever these crazy people have, I want. You was. Yes, yeah, Sister Ellie, I used to think she was crazy. Yeah, but anyhow, but God changed my life. I repented my sins. I didn't want that old lifestyle no more. So I was, I, I died out to the sins. That's what happens when you, when you die out to your sins. There's an, ex, as I said earlier, I'll reiterate, there's an exchange that happens. You die out, you die out to the sins, he has them on the cross. You, you're in a place of repentance. I want to keep going there. You can't stop there. You got to keep moving. And then we're, uh, he was buried in a, in, a, in a tomb, as I reiterate. And we're buried in the name of Jesus. When I was buried in Jesus' name and I came out, I felt the burdens gone. And, amen. I remember walking in the shop where I worked the next day. And I remember I felt like an astronaut walking across the floor. Literally, I did. I'm not, I'm, I'm not kidding at all. And I, uh, Jumba, your, your dad, was. I worked with him for years. Jumba, I call him Jumba. We call him Junior. And I said, my gosh. I said, this is incredible. Felt like I was floating. But literally, when you have the burden of sin on you, and you're baptized in Jesus' name, it's gone. It's gone. And here we have some people that are still standing in the gospel right now. Standing in the word of God. And you might go through situations or problems. Here's a, here's the thing about it. God will still liberate you. It doesn't matter what happens in your life. And I'm serious. God can change the situation. He can liberate you. He can liberate your mind. You, you, if you just tap into the flow of the spirit. You can pray to God. That's why it's so important to pray. When we pray and we start interacting with God, we, we begin entangled with God, interwoven with Him, and His spiritual DNA is infused in us, and there's a change of mind, change of heart. Amen. I'm glad for the gospel. Amen. I got more notes than, than I got time, but I'll tell you what. There's nothing like the gospel of Jesus Christ of Acts 2 and 38. Amen.